Season four, episodes 71 and 72. Don't know what these are in the actual this season numbering order. Who cares? Who cares? Roll the theme music! Oh, we're so thirsty, but we cannot drink after all the one fourth have rested in peace. We can't find something that makes us come up, break down the walls and eat all your moms. And if you come attack us, you'll become delicious like gross, and we won't feel bad for you at all. And if you're in the server clubs, you'll become a server clubs. Because when we see green, we have a ball. God rules, they're jewels, make us sound very cool. Connie's ball, Kenny's land, Bruno's has a weirdest name. Everyone's strong, helps to keep me by, will kill you in your sleep. Everyone's smart, black safe, what the hell does Brian think? I don't know, I've never seen the show. It's Rid of my head. <laughs> I, it's never mind. I was just gonna say that the theme song is my sleep paralysis demon, but that's not a good thing. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Tea Time with Titans Extras and Attack on Titan After Show podcast. Although for the last couple weeks, it hasn't really been very after showy. It's been more like the the week after show. <laughs> Extremely yeah. after show. <laughs> a long time after show. My name is Sullivan Harris. I'm the big Shanaz Titan. Today, I am drinking tea. So one of the reasons we didn't record an episode last Sunday was because I was in Boston doing some socially distant traveling. And while I was there, I picked up from a gift shop some genuine Boston Harbor tea. So that is what I am drinking today. Fuck and it is. Yeah. It, it tastes like... Like, if you were to imagine right now, like, both of you close your eyes, you know, smack your lips, and imagine what you think tea tastes like. Like, if someone just says the word tea, that's what this tastes like. It's just, like, standard tea. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, exceptional tea, but you just said standard tea. No, it's it tastes like revolution. Okay. <laughs> Dump it out. Dump it into the creek. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm the beard, tits, and ass titan. I'm drinking jasmine green tea. I'm a manga consumer. I thought there was more. Yeah, it kind of felt like there was going to be something more at the tail there. Was I supposed to say more? Did I forget something? No, I think I got it. No, you covered it all. You're just so efficient. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of non-efficiency, hi, I'm Chris. I'm the, uh, 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 yeah, Titan. And wow, you really lived up to the non-efficiency, huh? <laughs> and I'm drinking a strange black tea. Yeah, hell yeah. What kind? Good bit. Chris, what kind of coffee are you drinking? There are kinds of coffee. <laughs> what is it? I know that you your family is British, and you like to drink instant coffee a lot, which they do in Europe, so... I, I was wondering if you were drinking inst- instant coffee, like the stirry kind, no. or actual coffee. It's actual coffee. I bought my own coffee machine. It's a really? donut house blend, but it's not very strong, so I'm going to graduate to a stronger one. All right. We watched two episodes this week. I mean, I guess we watched them when they came out. I watched this episode, or the second episode, in Boston, which was kind of fun. Doesn't really mean anything, but it made it a bit more exciting for me. Did you guys First know episode, Sullivan though, went to Boston? I went to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the birthplace of this great nation. Anyways. <laughs> guides this episode i didn't take a ton of notes for these couple i feel like i remember guides pretty well it's a very like political episode which was kind of fun um a lot more uh like it's almost espionage the way the jaegerists are moving around and yeah Pixis is trying to stay on top of things and like there's a fucking assassination it, yeah. it, this episode's it, cool it's like a, it's like some kind of um 
anti-terrorist political thriller kind of thing. Yeah. This episode starts, I like the little scene where <laughs> Hitch is back. Yeah. Love to Hitch see Hitch. I, that, that made me excited because we haven't seen her since season three, right? Mm, when we got a little Marlo flash there the with Marlo, yeah. Yeah. And again, another character I thought that they were just going to kind of forget about, but I should have known better because this show doesn't forget. No, and I think been... I think I think Rico's the only character that gets forgotten in the entire series, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Which one is Rico? Oh, is she the one she... with the cool hairdo and trust? Yeah, yeah, she was like she was actually kind of a key figure in trust, and she's the only character that kind of disappears in the series. Hey, he's disappeared so far. You still have one chapter left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's coming back. <laughs> She's the key. I don't know what happens, what's happened lately in the manga, but whatever is happening, she's the key to solving it all. I like how she's just like hanging out with Annie. She's guarding him, guarding her from perverts like Armin. Yeah, it's yeah. also kind of like like nice justice because she used to she didn't know Annie was the female Titan, and she thought mm -hmm. the female Titan just killed her offhandedly. And right. it's kind of nice that now she is kind of the guardian of Annie. Yeah. And she's a, they're apparently her only two visitors. So Annie yeah. gets to hear them blabber all day. Um, so there's like a lot going on here. With, so she's like accusing Armin of being a perv. But then like she's really goes all in on you have a crush on Annie. I'm just like I'm wondering what the relationship there is though. Because we know that he got Barrett Holt's memories and I just wonder how much of it is him feeling the things Barrett Holt felt or actually him feeling things for Annie you know or if he even has a crush at all because like we've talked about how they had interactions before where mm -hmm. Annie didn't really like talk to anyone else mm -hmm. so yeah I wonder how, what's going on there like I wonder what Armin's game is like is he really just trying to appeal to her to get her to bust out and help them or I don't know yeah, I, I mean, I think something that's really important uh, with the first time we saw Annie, it's really this, I think Armin understood Annie, you know, and he was kind of trying to mm. explain that when he's like talking over the attack with Liberio. And then he's like, you get that, though, right? You knew you were in the same situation. Mm. I also because Annie is also almost at the end of her years, right? Uh, getting there. I mean, Reiner, Annie and her um, only have like three years left or two or something not too long so the hq is being surrounded by like citizens who <laughs> believe in the new ldn empire which is just lovely yeah uh, i still hate that term yeah now, now there's there's a protest yeah it's like this really heavy political unrest which is i don't know it's fun stuff um i wrote in my notes that yelena is wild <laughs> Because we have that scene between her and Pixis, right? Where yeah, we have that conversation. She's basically just like, yeah, I just met with Aaron because I wanted to meet Aaron. No other reason. I maybe like hinted at some stuff, but we didn't really make a plan. And Pixis thinks she's bullshitting, right? He's like, nah, you guys made a plan. Come on. Her whole speech here is interesting, though, right? Like, she has a couple cool lines, like, these two brothers are going to change the world and I want to be on the side that sees it. Like, she's just so weird. Yeah, and I mean, she, she like, referred to Zeke as a god before, so you can kind of imagine she's a little... Jaeger obsessed. Yeah. Simp. I also feel like this season is focusing a lot more on individuals rather than groups, right? Like, before it was like, you got your scouts, you got your garrison... Right, you have the enemy, you have 
humanity, right? It's all like these big groups of people. And then like, I don't know, the people aren't really making huge impacts on things, you know? But in this season, it's like Yelena is her own thing. We don't really understand what she is going to do. Zeke is his own thing. We don't understand what he's going to do. Aaron's his own thing. Like, we don't understand what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot like, of character motivations that are just hidden from us, like, on all yeah. sides. And, yeah, it's just, it's cool because before it was, like, kind of these grand sweeping things, and now we're really focusing in on the characters now that we've, like, spent time with them. And, God, you sent that thing where Isayama was like, I just wanted to make this painful for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that's what I'm feeling. With Aaron, right? Like, there was that interview where the voice actor said that he cried reading the script, and, like, now we're kind of yeah, understanding mean, like, why. We didn't really understand the enemy before, but, like, in the first three seasons, I feel like it's fairly easy to understand. For some reason, they want the coordinate. Yeah. We don't know yeah. why, but that was pretty much all that it seemed to be on their minds. But now we've got Zeke in the woods, maybe teaming up with Aaron, maybe not. We don't really know what's going on there. Zachary thinks or claim when Armin and Mikasa go to talk to him, he's like, he's being controlled by Zeke. And it's like, is he? Yeah. Is he not? Right. And he... Just to stay on that scene for a second, he's also like, we don't know what Aaron did in the time he was in Marley. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, what the fuck did he do? He could have just been getting, like, Zeke spinal fluid pumped into his veins. Now he's got a little mind control going on. Like, it could literally be anything at this point. And he's a monkey now. I lost my place in my notes. Oh, also, Yelena, back at the scene with Pixis, we kind of start getting the idea that she is keeping things from the volunteers, too. Or at least she claims to be. Like, she's like, I had this meeting with Aaron. No one else knew about it. Uh, Like, it was just me. I just had to go see him myself. I think, yeah, um, I think we get that sense that she's not lying because Onyankopan, like, Hanji, like, really tries to get Onyankopan to, like, she, she being weird hanji just like getting up in his face and she's like yeah your reaction seems genuine but yeah like, <laughs> oh seems pretty serious about i don't know about any of this yeah um but i like that Onyankapan is just kind of like part of the crew now mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like he... we keep getting in the, these episodes like these kind of epic shots of the old 104th group with hanji and just like Onyankapan is standing there in a superman pose and is snazzy little suit in the background yeah (laughs) um but yeah so something's going on like because the volunteers are under house arrest though and they're all kind of really pissed off about it and the military just keeps being like shit's going crazy why are you guys pissed off and then it's like yeah they kind of just actually don't know anything i like zeke's funny chair is this like an electric chair or is this just like a restraining chair you mean Zachary? zachary Oh, yeah, sorry, Zachary. That's the chair that um, the noble was in. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, the upside-down chair. That's the upside-down chair? Yeah. It looked pretty straight up to me. Well, like, the, I guess it could be spun, huh? The, tr- the chair was straight up. The man was just strapped into it upside-down. Okay. Okay. So this is a cameo is what you're saying. Yeah. It's a cameo. I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the conversation with Zachary, Armin, and Mikasa. But, yeah, it's basically just... They're like, we want to talk to Aaron. And Zachary's like, you're not talking to Aaron. Yeah, when they leave, they see a bunch of other people going in to meet with him. And then Mikasa, kind of, or one of the two deduces that they're going to feed Aaron to someone else. That's the military's plan. 
Oh yeah. yeah, they're like bringing Zachary like applications or like recommendations or something. Mm-hmm. There's like a funny line while Mikasa and Armin are still talking to him, where they're like, "What do you got? What are you gonna do with Aaron or something like that?" And then he just they all look over at the chair and they're just staring at it for a second, <laughs> and he's just like, "That's just a work of art." <laughs> yeah. Then there's the explosion, which is wild. I didn't. I kind of forgot about the explosion in the preview of the last episode so that caught me wicked off guard and yeah Mikasa and Armin almost fucking die but I mean Zachary does die that mm-hmm. dude gets split in half splattered across the floor not a good day for him protesters get all riled up yeah they get yeah. Really excited about that Woo. they start Woo. saying Shinzo Osasageo right yeah they start screaming at and then they have this big meeting where they're like, what the fuck happened? Mikasa and Armin put together that it was these recruits that like brought the chair into the room, right? The, that apparently had mm-hmm. the bomb in it. And then they're like, oh shit, well the recruits were also who snuck the information out about Aaron to the public. They're just putting all this information together. And then a dude runs in and is like, yo, Aaron escaped. And I fucking love this because like in any other show, that would be the main action, right? Yep. And I love that we're getting it from the other side. Like, this episode, like, we're talking about this, like, very espionage like, very political thriller thing. And, yeah, that's just the flip side of the action movie that's happening over in the cells, right? Um, I love that. And then we cut right to this, like, sunset meeting where Aaron is just, like, shirtless walking up a mountain. And he meets up with Flock and the other, I guess they're called Jaegerus, which is fun. That's what um, Pixies dubs them, I think. Also in that meeting, there's a really funny moment where Pixies is like, let's just surrender. Yeah. Oh my god. I think that comes after. Like, there's a second meeting, but yeah. Because Armin's like, Pixis, Zachary's dead. You're the only one that can lead us. What do we do? And he's like, yeah, I think we give up. Yeah. That part's funny. Um. I really enjoyed but yeah, that like the basic the idea. What? I was just saying, I really enjoyed that frame in the manga. It just comes to a screeching halt, and he's just like, "Fuck it, let's surrender to Aaron." <laughs> but I mean, that's what's so interesting about all of this is that they kind of both sides, at least they think, want the same thing, which is like they all know that this rumbling is inevitable if they want to survive. It's just like. The military at this point kind of wants to be more strategic about it, whereas Aaron, as far as we know, is just kind of like, we got to get this shit moving. <laughs> like, we got to go, 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 go. And, like, with the conversation with Ye- Yelena, we kind of th- maybe think that Yelena pushed him to do that, but I don't know. Everything's still in the dark. The This, like, sunset meeting, though, with Aaron, like, coming up to Flock and the rest of the Jaegerist, this is just, like, fucking gorgeous looking. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. looks so cool. The colors is this is this like a good translation? Because I feel like I don't know in black and white, maybe this wasn't as epic. No, it's still pretty cool. Even and just watching Aaron walk up the hill, it's like r- straight. And then Flock handing off and being like, and Aaron being like, "Is this all?" It's like we got more people in the military. It's like let's fucking oh. go find Zeke then. God, that's the other thing that they don't know. Like anyone could be a mole, right? <laughs> in the military right now yep. that's yeah. creepy and also i just can't believe how long they've been able to like hold the cards against their chest right to aaron's motivations like we're almost at the end of this like quote unquote end of this season right 
and we still don't really understand what he's up to. And that's just crazy. I liked Pixis's line that Zachary would have wanted to die exactly like that. Yeah. He <laughs> was, was put into funny. power by revolution and died by revolution. I think he would have yeah. been happy with that. And I mean, for everything we know about him, he probably would have been. Yeah, he was fucking There's... bonkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's also this scene with Lady Kiyomi where Mikasa kind of like says everything we were thinking right like you don't care about me you just care about the resources and lady kiyomi's like we kind of see her like a little bit of her actually giving a shit about mikasa and like what mikasa stands for she's like yo come to my boat if shit goes south like i will get you out of here like i still believe in this thing right yeah that your mom passed down to you and even that is kind of still an interesting mystery like we know what it is now, right? It's like this ancient samurai tradition that's been passed down, but how is that going to factor into everything in the end? Because I know it's gonna. Hmm. It's exciting. Uh, yeah, and then this episode ends with, right, Hanji is suspicious of, like, where Yelena has been placing workers. Like She's like, yeah, they, she's been pr- placing them in restaurants, which is kind of strange. And I, I love how this episode ends. The way, like, everything kind of, like, like the ball starts rolling, and then by the end, it's, like, kind of nuts. Because she's like, yeah, I'm suspicious of, you know, people in restaurants, you know, like the one Gabby and Falco are going to. And then everyone just starts riding to the restaurant where Gabby yeah. and Falco are at. And then the whole thing fucking ends with, like, this zoom-in shot on Piek hiding in the crowd. Yep. What a fucking She's ending. reading the newspaper. She's reading the newspaper. Yeah. That's a great ending. I was on the edge of my seat. Um, and in the next episode, yeah, shit comes to a head. Like, it satisfies. It fucking pays off. Shall we just go into it? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Children of the Forest. This title kind of misled me. I thought it was going to be more about zeke right because he's in the forest right now yep. yeah and i i also thought because like the episode titles leaked it was gonna be gabby and falco on the run type shit but it's not and you know what it ends up meaning i think fucking rules yeah this episode starts with this this fucking wild flashback of zeke and peak and the fucking Marleyan military gassing Ragako. And I thought, I didn't know what was happening at first. I thought maybe it was like present time and Zeke had escaped and was like carrying Fine. out his master plan. But then you see like that, the big schnoz titan. And I'm like, oh God. And it's fucking Ragako. And so now we know that Zeke can use his spinal fluid, right? Like that's what he uses to turn people into titans. Yep. Um, and they can do it with gas. And we Which get that a terrifying that image shot of him like the beginning of the season, just yelling and turning a whole crowd of people into Titans. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember, they must have had like IVs in them, right? Like they, I know they were straight jacketed. I'm trying to remember if those people in the plane had like IV drips of Zeke cum. They might have. <laughs> Under I'm going to look back on that. Maybe. But yeah. And there's this great conversation between Levi and Zeke where Zeke is like, hey, man, I'm just, I'm here. I'm trying to help you guys. Like, well, I'm just trying to make the world good for everyone. And Levi's like, yeah, whatever. That might be true, but you also killed a bunch of innocent people. So, like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I like Levi. He also gets pissed off because Zeke's like that village. <laughs> yeah. And Levi's like, it was Ragako. Its name was Ragako. Yeah. 
fuck that dude. Um, also, I love the line where Zeke is like, ah, oh, man, you must have been pretty popular. And Levi was like, yeah, I was popular. It's <laughs> a funny bit. Baby. Uh, and then it, the show turns into a cooking anime for like five seconds. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. I wrote in my notes, cooking arc starts. Oh, it's so good. He's like, Nicolo's like little intense moment where he's like, I don't remember exactly what he says. He's like, no, I'm going to mix in the wine. They won't see what's coming. <laughs> yeah. And like Gabby and Falco are like, oh yeah, like Gabby and Falco are, Falco's kind of freaking out because he's kind of starting to put the pieces together as you know, Mia's like explaining like, oh yeah, you know, Mr. Browse's daughter was killed and that's why they're cooking us this thing. And like Falco's starting to maybe get an understanding of what's going on. He's starting to freak out a bit, but even he can't deny Niccolo's cooking. He's like, mm, that shit's tight. Hell yeah. Um, And then, so yeah, the whole reason they came here, right? And I'm kind of surprised they took the invitation, but I guess why wouldn't they? Um, But they want to talk to Niccolo because... Mia told them Nicolo is here. Kaya. He's a Marlin. They can you mean Kaya, what? right? Kaya, sorry. Who's Mia? Gabby's, Gabby's fake name. Guys, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. But um yeah, Nicolo's here. He's Marlin. He'll help you out. You can like slip him some information, whatever. Well, she, they, she doesn't want them to slip him information, but <laughs> he can help you out. Yeah. And they're gonna slip him information. Um, Valco's all like, oh, I got a, I got a stomachache. I Gabby's got a like, shit. Oh. Gabby's like, and then Gabby's help. like, I'll help wipe his ass. <laughs> we Eldians are real good at ass wiping techniques. <laughs> and then um, there's a scene where like, so yeah, the fucking one on fourth shows up, right? They're like, hey, Nicolo, what's up? We got some questions for you, bud. And Jean and Connie both try to get crunk. And <laughs> Nicolo... I mean, I can't fucking make any jokes about this that haven't been made already even better. Niklo just decides to be racist. Yeah. <laughs> when he could have taken any other fucking route out of this situation. Uh, he just calls them dirty Eldians to stop them from drinking the wine. Old yep. reliable. <laughs> Call them dirty <laughs> devil bloods. Um, and yeah, Gabby and Falco go down to meet Niklo, right? Because he freaks out. He brings the wine back down to the cellar and... Gabby and Falco were both like, hey, buddy, we're from Marley. <laughs> and how fucking wild must that have been for Nicolo? Yeah. It's like he's just chilling, you know, having a good time. He knows his volunteers are from Marley. But these two <laughs> random kids from the forest. I like how he says, like, this isn't the bathroom. <laughs> Don't shit on my wine. <laughs> and then Gabby, yeah. Gabby brags about her kill count to the wrong person. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, because I mean, Nicola puts it together fast, right? What's yep. going on? Because she's like, "We got here on the airship," and he's like, "Did you kill a girl?" And Gabby's like, "Fuck yeah, I killed a girl, <laughs> dude! It was awesome!" I just, and I just love Falco in the background. Gabby, Gabby, no! <laughs> this episode rules. Like, there's a lot of jokes I can make about it just because of how intense it all was, but it's like. This stuff is pulled off magnificently, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And then, yeah, Nicolo's just like, all right, time to murder a kid. Child beating time. <laughs> if you yeah. want children beaten, you have to do it yourself. <laughs> so he tries to bonk Gabby, bonks fucking Falco instead. And um, then a cum wine gets in his mouth. Oh, no. 
no, no. And then Niccolo brings the two kids up and like back into the dining room, throws them in front of Mr. Browse, and is like, all right, Mr. Browse, slash your throat. I'll do it if you want, though. <laughs> and I, know, I just love moment... this, this thought of the sheer chaos of this. Like the survey corps is just chilling, waiting for Niccolo. And then they're just the Browse family's having a nice dinner. And all of a sudden he's like, here's some kids. I'm going to kill them. <laughs> and I fucking love how Armin just kind of like walks in, right? And it's just like, uh, guys, Nicholas about to kill a kid. Yeah, Hanji's just in the hallway, like, what is it, Armin? Is everything okay? Yeah. God, I love everything about this part, though, right? Like, Nicholas' explanation for why he love Sasha and why this death affected him so much I think is great right because Nicholas just an artist right like cooking is his art and he explains that like Sasha is the person that showed him that you know there was something outside of war and yeah. like that he was he could be good at something and like he could take joy from that he's like um, she saved me from the smelly war yeah there's just like this great back and forth between him and Sasha, him and Sasha, him and Gabby, where he's just like, you killed Sasha. And she's like, well, Sasha killed my people. And it's just like, you killed my guy. You killed my guy. Like this whole like eye for an eye type thing. Right. Yeah. And it all culminates in like we get the title of this episode. Right. The Children of the Forest. Uh, Mr. Browse is like, hand me the knife. He takes the knife and then he has this fucking incredible speech which is so him too right like i feel like he gave a similar speech back in the big sasha episode yeah he like in the flashback we saw that <laughs> just this like country hunter in the forest has mm -hmm. this white wiser worldview than like 90 percent of the characters in this show yeah and his speech is basically like the whole the world is a big forest, right? Like my daughter spent a lot of time hunting in that forest. The only reason she died is because she spent too much time in there. Um, and it's up to us adults to shoulder the sins of the past and keep our kids out of the that forest. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just like incredible, incredible writing, um, an incredible speech. And yeah, he like everything kind of like calms down for a split second. And there's this really fucking tender moment of, like, Mikasa and Mr. Browse, like, asking Gabby if she's okay. And that freaks her the fuck out. She's like, you don't hate me? And then all of a sudden, little Kaya comes <laughs> around. Oh, shit. Kaya around the corner with a fucking knife. A steel Brutal. chair. <laughs> Mikasa stops her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, God, that was brutal. Because, like, Kaya's so fucking reasonable up to this point. Absolutely. She's been like, oh, you guys are Marland. I don't care. Like, come, like, come hang out with us. We got food. Right. And to see her snap like that. And then everyone's reaction is kind of just like, yeah, we get it. Let's just hug. Right. Yeah. They all start crying. Yeah. Armin and Mikasa take Gabby away to the other room and everyone's just breaking down. Oh, mm. and I love the conversation between Gabby and Armin where Gabby's like you want to kill me right and he's just like <laughs> yeah. no I don't it's like but you yeah. would if you could and he's like oh, god kill, damn kill, shut kill. the fuck up like is yeah. there anything else someone. you think about oh my I god also just, I just want to say one more thing on the point of this episode um as far as like Sasha's dad goes like I think it is fucking genius that he is like the 
the guy that says like an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind, right? Like he is the one that comes back and is able to kind of like in this moment, in this one act, break that cycle of violence we keep talking about. Mm -hmm. Like this is the moment. And I'm wondering, like I'm excited to see the ripple effects of that. Um, I just thought it was done beautifully. But yeah, this fucking... <laughs> You remind me of someone else I know, right? The this, kill, kill, kill. This energy is like, it reaches the same level as Reiner revealing he's the armored titan in the background. Yeah. I laughed so fucking hard. Like, this has to be the funniest shot in the show. They did it so well, even better than the manga, because you hear the door opening close. Yeah. And so softly too it's so quiet in the arm mix. and mikasa are just having their own little conversation and then here comes aaron strolling in through the background like he's not supposed to be in this shot mm -hmm. it's fucking beautiful um also i like uh i like aaron's outfit his season four outfit like his fun little white shirt and his hoodie it's a good look ponytail fucking <laughs> good shit homeless teenager look yeah <laughs> Um, oh and then God. it's I like love, I love this moment. Like this is one of my favorite Aaron moments in this season. Is just fucking his silently threatening with his cut hand. Oh yeah, like it, it, the look on his face is so like. Listen, I know what this means. You know what this means. So exactly <laughs> right. Let's just say. It. And then I I so I love how this episode it gets so fucking intense. Right, we're so focused on the Gabby Falco Niccolo thing, like all of that coming to a head, and then. Fucking uh, Niccolo's like, oh, yeah, and let's not forget the poison wine. <laughs> yeah. He says, like, and it's like hey, oh, Hanji, Christ, the poison wine. Wash that kid's mouth out if you could real quick. And Hanji's like, wait, what? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, we put spinal fluid in the wine. As if you didn't have enough to worry about. And, yeah, so we get this little thing where apparently just Yelena, I think this part's interesting. Niccolo's like... It was specifically Yelena that told me and the other chefs this. Like, no one else. There wasn't any messengers. No one else was involved as far as I know. But this wine was imported, like, en masse the first time we came. And, uh, yeah, we've been told to only serve it to the higher-ups. Which is a wild strategy. Um, mm -hmm. I imagine... <laughs> That at some point, this is going to happen, and when it does, it's going to be buck-fucking-wild. Is um, this when he starts talking about how Marleans are familiar with how Zeke's spinal fluid has been used in the past? Yep. Oh, yeah, and there's, like, a flashback. Yeah, he talks about this whole town, like, this Middle Eastern-looking town. He's like, we destroyed an entire town in a single night, mm -hmm. just snuck in some Eldians, and then Zika screams, and boom, Titans all over town. See, what makes me wonder about that is, like, did they sneak in Eldians? Or there are Eldians all over the world, so what if they, like, poison the Eldians who are already there? And I'm curious if that would also cause, like... Because other nations hate Eldians, too, and they treat them much worse. So I'm assuming, like, they think, like, oh, it's probably good protection against Marley if we get rid of our Eldians, which just, like, I don't know. Interesting. It's, it's an interesting, like, world politics type shit. God, yeah. I wonder, dude. I'm telling you, these episodes are making me think a lot of things because that's a good point. Why the fuck? Like, was it a town of Eldians, right? 
Like, is what you're saying. Is, like, why were there Eldians in this place and why were they so scattered? It's just a lot. Like, the story prompts so many thoughts in your head, even though yeah. it's satisfying just as many. And this, like, this very much reminds me of, like, the bear Holt burial thing. Like, it's like, oh, Christ, <laughs> I never even thought of this, <laughs> right? And, like, same with the, like, Titan bombs from the beginning of the season. I love these, like, insane ways they're using these things with the military. It's mm-hmm. just very creative. Oh, spinal fluid. It's got the power. I was, so, yeah, we talked about this in the episode with Noah McMullen a while back, but it's, like, yeah, this is kind of maybe a little bit confirming our suspicion that, like, those vials of fluid that give you bonus powers could be spinal fluid, right? Yeah. Um, That's fair. Which is cool. And, uh, oh, the whole thing where they're like, Zeke told us that people freeze up if they do eat the spinal fluid. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why is he, like, no one was suspecting them of poisoning them anyway. So why does he have to tell a lie about the side effects of it to prove that, do you get what I'm saying? I kind of get what you're saying. I think he added that stipulation so that everyone felt safe and that they weren't being poisoned. Because if they were poisoned, they say they'd freeze up. Yeah, maybe they're like on the lookout for that kind of symptom. Like, hey, he's frozen. Mm. Zeke! <laughs> Zeke! It just shows him like pissing in the water supply or something. I think, I think it just goes to show how much like... They Yel- plan for Yelena. every little thing. Yeah, exactly. Yelena's plan is accounting for like all details. Because yeah, someone even mentions that too, right? I think it's Hanji. It's just like they've prepared for all of this. Uh, uh Oh, yeah. I guess like kind of the last thing we get or second to last thing we get is Flock being a fucking 20s, 1920s gangster. Fuck yes. <laughs> with I his little this fucking shit. pistol. It's good. We find out he's in on everything with Yelena and his dumb little smile. <laughs> his like, yeah, he's just like a fucking full-on villain at this point, which is fun, I guess. The shush is something I've been waiting for from the manga for such a long time, and it is so well fucking done in the anime. I, just, I love Hanji's immediate realization. Like, wait, we said nothing about the military police, and he's just like, mm-hmm. keep your voice down. Yeah. God. Yeah. It's... That shit's tight. Yeah. I mean, you remember in Yelena's conversation with Pixies, it was mentioned that her guard was switched to Flock Forester that day that she went and met Aaron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Flock is kind of like becoming, it's becoming clear that Flock is like Aaron's right hand man. He's so fucking impressionable. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love comparing this from, like, season three Flock, where he's like, Erwin's mm-hmm. the guy we need. He's the best. You suck, Aaron, you smelly piece of shit. And now it's like, Aaron's the guy we need. You smelly Survey Corps. Fuck all you. Yeah, yeah, I've kind of been, like, I've been wondering about, like, what the fuck is the dramatic change that happened in him that brought him to Aaron's side, right? But really, all of what we've seen of him so far is, like, because he even kind of wasn't super into Erwin, right? Like, he was like, oh, you're going to kill us all. This sucks. And then, like, as soon as Erwin gives a speech, he's like, oh, yeah, this guy's great. I'm going <laughs> to save his life. And then, like, I feel like the same thing is happening here, right? Like, it's just, like, his character trait is he's super fucking impressionable. He's also um, a fascist. That's a big part of his yeah. personality. 
Yeah. And then Aaron's just like, hey, guys, wanted to have a little talk with you. <laughs> I fucking love the shot of them all at the table. Because Gabby looks like she's about to fucking <laughs> shit herself. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that Aaron was all like, all right, guys, hand check. Everyone has their hands on the table. Um, That's the end of the episode. Uh, to wrap this shit up, I think these episodes had some great music. Like, incredible music cues. Um, there's a fun little musical transition to Zachary in Guides that I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very cinematic. Um, and then the way the... What's, the, what's like, the kind of main theme of this season called? Like, the... Da, 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 da. I... I don't Ashes know. Ashes on the fire? Yes, 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 that's it. I love how that comes in when Nicolo is kind of like realizing what he's done. Like it was just like a soft kind of uh, like single string instrument rendition of it. It's so fucking good. Uh, oh, there's another scene we didn't talk about where Levi is in the forest and someone's oh, reporting yeah, to yeah, him yeah. like, hey, by the way, all shit's fucked and everything's fucked. So <laughs> that's great. And Levi like has this like, incredible flashback sequence where he's just standing and the trees are like projectors of like all of the memories of all of the comrades yeah. he lost protecting Aaron and he's like this is what all this shit has come to yeah like one of the more interesting visuals we've had in the show so far yeah yeah Mappa's really great about like reusing some wit footage but in like a good new way just yeah. like in uh, A Door of Hope when we saw the same armored titan sprinting scene, mm. but now mm. with voiceover. I don't know. It's just they're very good at paying homage to their predecessor. Yeah. I Was there something... I, I was actually wondering, because that's like a very... Like, I can picture that flashback sequence in a comic book more easily than I can picture it in a show. And so I was wondering if they pulled that from the manga. Like, was there a panel where the trees turned into flashbacks? I don't think so. It wasn't trees. It was just Levi standing in a... Just panels. Yeah, there was just panels. But it's a really yeah, good idea that. to put it on the trees. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I think these episodes just looked really good, too. Like, the sunset scene we talked about, but also just, like... The meeting with Pixis after Zachary gets exploded where there's just, like, sunlight beaming in through the windows. Like, I, again, I just can't believe the shit Mappa's doing with light in these... Fuck yeah. ...this season. It's so good. Um, oh, and then also, I just think that the whole flashback sequence at Ragako looked incredible. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the whole military aesthetic. There's, like, this green filter over it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, Piak hanging out in the background, like... All that stuff just looked insane. Also, something in Ragako, when all the Titans transformed, they added a Titan next to Connie's mom, and it's the same Titan that's eating Kaya's mom. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're implying that Connie's dad... That is Connie's dad. Okay, so it's Connie's dad that ate Kaya's mom. Yeah, if you compare the family portrait to the Titan. Yeah, it's a yeah. Well, that makes me depressed. Yeah. It's just so fucking interesting when, like... There's also, at the tower at Utgard Castle, there's these two little shit titans that are, like, like fighting each other. They're supposed yeah, to be... Yeah, the one that rips off each siblings. other. Yeah. <gasps> really? Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Fuck me. 
Holy shit, I didn't know that. But that would make sense why they're just dumbass titans fucking around, ripping off each other's ears. That is upsetting. <laughs> and the episode? Yeah. What does Sullivan Bye. think? Oh. oh <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Think? Sullivan, what Sullivan think? What the hell does Sullivan think? Okay. What they're going to talk oh, about. Oh, boy. Okay, I think next episode, we're finally going to get a fill-in of what happened in Aaron's time in Marley. It seems like what that's what they're ramping up to. And this seems like the perfect time to lay that down, right? Okay. That's my thought. Because um, I don't, I I can't at this point picture Aaron trying to convince like Mikasa and Armin to join his side. Because what I'm kind of getting the feeling of is he feels like there is something he has to do and he is keeping it from them to, right, like save them. Right, like he knows he kind of has to become the villain, and he's trying to protect them from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I feel like it's going to be less of here's what I'm doing, I'm gonna save the world, come help me join, and more of this is what happened when I was in Marley. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, go like hide under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what what the hell Sullivan thinks. Okay, bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening. Absolutely check out our main feed podcast, which is just Tea Time with Titans. Check out our social media at Tea Time with Titans on Instagram and Tea Time Titans on Twitter. Uh, and I can't think of anything else to say, but thank you for listening. Uh, bye. It's tea time with Titans, it's tea time with Titans, it's tea time with Titans, we drink tea.